0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to Girl on Fire podcast on the Believe Network, New York's number one podcast network for personal growth. This is your host, Kirsten Franklin, and on this week's show, we're going to talk about mindset. So for all of those of you who follow me, you know, I talk about mindset, you know, your set of beliefs uh, that you hold true about yourself, the world, the things around you, Uh, vibration, all things are energy and therefore vibrate and processes. Everything is a process, a habit, a thing, a way in which you do something. And all of these things you can take conscious control of and actually, therefore, change your reality. Okay. Okay. Um I always ask my clients and and I've worked with over 400 people in just the last, you know, year and a half alone. I always ask my clients to point out things that they don't like, right? About their life, about their job, about whatever it is that's going on for them. You know, kind of point it out. Like what is not say an 8 9 10 on a 10 scale in your life. You know, your your romantic life, your health, your friends relationships, your uh, business, your, you know, whatever it is you're looking at. Okay. And what don't you like about it? And I do that in order to show people that they actually have the ability to change that because sometimes we get stuck in a place and we can't change it. Right? We feel like we can't change it. We're stuck. We've tried. We've tried. We've tried. In fact, sometimes when we try, we end up getting thrown back even further. And you're like, dude, why did I bother? You know, like, All of these things can happen. So I wanted to talk about a few techniques that we can use to really kind of flip the switch. And I know a lot of people out there talk about affirmations. I love making a declarative statement. I myself do not do affirmations. I have done them in the past and consistently, and I do believe that they work. Absolutely. I also believe that one size does not fit all. So will they work for everyone? I don't think so. That does not mean don't try it. That just means, hey man, like that's not your thing. For me, it worked. It took a long time. I am very much get to the chase, (laughs) right? Get it done, get it done now. So for me, I use uh, a practice called self-hypnosis when I really want to just get stuff done. I also know that by doing that, as long as I'm not addressing all that encompasses whatever it is I'm trying to fix, then it's not actually fixed, I know that. So like, let's say I find myself slouching or something, right? I've been working a lot or something and I find myself slouching over my laptop and I'm trying to sit up and I'm trying to sit up and I realize I'm just taking so, so much conscious effort and I know that I don't need to. So I will do a self-hypnosis session. Next thing you know, I'm sitting up straight. I know that that will not be a lasting result because I didn't fix the root cause or whatever that is. Right. And so I didn't fix maybe the way I'm sitting or what I'm thinking or the manner in which I'm working or whatever's going on there to actually permanently fix it. And that's all for me, in my opinion, everything kind of starts at mindset. Everything starts with conscious and subconscious mind. Now, some people think that there's a conscious mind, a subconscious mind is like the gatekeeper, and then you have the unconscious mind. I just say conscious mind, subconscious. I include subconscious as unconscious. Because everything is below the level of consciousness, and once you get there, it's kind of like, you know, I don't make that differentiation, and I do understand that there is a gatekeeper. So whether you're calling that gatekeeper the subconscious or whether you're just saying, hey, there's a gatekeeper, it makes no difference. But just for those of you who are well versed in this subject uh, subject matter, that's why I'm saying conscious subconscious. So I really believe that when I say mindset, yes, we have a set of conscious beliefs, but I'm really referring to the subconscious beliefs when I'm talking about. Seeing things, changing reality, right? Because we already know what our conscious mind thinks. We already know that. And if it's not changing the reality or if we're still seeing things in a certain way and still experiencing life in a certain way, then we really have to go to the subconscious. And so that's an interesting thing. Everybody thinks they know the subconscious, like, oh yeah, yeah, I know all about my subconscious. I know exactly what it thinks. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. It's subconscious for a reason. The the thing about it is that it leaves clues. And we can take those clues and work on them. So one of the things I thought I would talk about today is taking the automatic negative thoughts, which are sometimes referred to as ants, automatic negative thoughts, and learning how to kind of flip that script for yourself and turning that into automatic positive thoughts. Now, here's the thing. Your brain goes to the negative. It just goes to the negative. That's what it's built for. It's built to find everything wrong in a situation and make a really quick determination as to whether or not it's life-threatening, okay? Your brain is there to save your life. And so we really it would be really difficult to ask the brain to not do what it's meant to do, right? So it's like, oh, yeah, you can't tell, oh, be positive all the time. In fact, you're wrong if you think negative. Why are you so negative? No, don't worry about it, dude your brain is doing what it's supposed to do. Now, whether you stay in that negative space and continue to sort of wallow there, that's different. Just because you have a negative thought or you see the negative in a situation, not a bad thing. You're doing what you're supposed to do. (laughs) Um, And actually seeing the negative in a situation in and of itself is actually, I think, great, right? Because you can really see it from a certain viewpoint and maybe prevent bad things from happening, right? But when these thoughts... Change your emotions, change your energy, and start to kind of bring you down. That's when you have to kind of nip it in the bud and figure it out. And so, what you can do is really kind of first figure out what are your automatic negative thoughts. Sometimes we don't even realize we're having them. So, I recently wrote about this in Thrive Global in the Quarantine Life blogs or articles that I'm writing right now. And Your subconscious leaves clues. And if you listen hard enough, if you pay attention, you find out what it's saying. And the funniest thing is that even your conscious mind might decide to object with the fact that that might be your subconscious thought. So meaning you're like, oh, that's not it. I don't really feel that way. That's what your conscious mind is saying. But obviously you had a thought and therefore it's there somewhere. So, for example, let's say you're driving you're late or you're just barely on time and you make a wrong turn. And what do you do? You, you know, do you, maybe you get upset, whatever, but maybe the verbiage you use, oh, I'm such an idiot. Always do that. Right. And you'll see the drama in what you say. Like, I always do that. I'm such an idiot. Right. Or maybe you laugh it off and you're like, Oh my God, there I go again. My stupid ass self, you know, driving, making the wrong turns. Now I'm going to be late. Maybe you're, you're chuckling and it's all funny. But think about the words, the go to words, the knee jerk reaction you had was that you're so stupid. Okay. I have a girlfriend that trips over everything. (laughs) And, you know, it's kind of like we just know that she sometimes falls for no reason, (laughs) like there's nothing in her way. And, but if you think about this, there is an underlying story that she must be telling herself at this point in time because we've all said it to her. And she says it to herself and there's an assumption that every time she falls, we all have to look to see if there is anything there that actually caused her to fall. And so, you know, there, I'm sure that there's now a subconscious story. And when you have that story, you do it more. So I'm sure that we've created more trips and falls in her life than necessary. But she also probably says to herself, oh, "Oh, I'm so klutzy or all whatever, right? Maybe you say things like, I'm not good at math, right? (laughs) Like I, I, that's something I still say. So, I mean, there's certain stories that you tell yourself that will play themselves out no matter what, but in the moment you can catch it. And if you catch it, you can start to change it if you want to, you know, if it doesn't, if it's not serving you and it's not bringing you to the place where you're hoping to go, then change it. Sometimes we think it has no effect just because it doesn't feel negative. But the truth is, is that it does have an effect. Um, There's kind of no neutral here. It's either going in your direction or it's not, you know, it's either slowing you down or it's bringing you backwards. So when you think about this, just listen to the language that you speak to yourself about yourself in and what is it saying. And that's when you can kind of catch it. And when you catch it, like the things like, oh, I'm so stupid. Or, you know, uh, I always do this or whatever that thing is, write them down, just write them down, create a whole list of them. And what I would do is I would create the automatic positive thought, the automatic positive statement. So for, you know, personal things like we just talked about in the sense of I'm so stupid, i da like da. you can, you know, like you can create the positive statement. I'm a genius. I always get it right right? And that might sound silly. That might sound, you know, kind of off-putting, but you have to find your own language, whatever works for you. And sometimes it could be really strong language and you might not feel it, but you're just going to say it over and over and over again. Okay. You're just going to repeat it almost like you have a mental problem and you have to say it again again and again and again. But that's what I would do. I would just say it again and again and again on repeat. And that's one of the techniques that you can use to kind of uncover and change something that's going on in your, in your subconscious mind. So here's another one. Like I get this a lot from working parents with their children is about how frustrated they are. Okay. So maybe they have to get to work and they have to drop their kid off first, or they have to do this, or why do I have to always do this? Uh, like, why do I always have to clean up after you? Why do I always have to make you lunch, dinner, whatever? Or why do I always have to, why do you always make me late to work, right? So always look for the extremes in your language because number one is probably not true. It's not always, right? We want to diminish those extremes. So take out those extremes from your language. Um, and you'd be surprised at how quickly that helps actually just in and of itself. That alone can can help you. Diminish this emotional sort of energy that surrounds it. And you can start giving up this language and it could start feeling and shifting differently very, very quickly. But the other thing is, is this have to, right? Ugh, why, do I, why do I have to, right? Instead, why don't you say, I get to, I get to walk my kid to school. I get to make my child lunch. I get to, right? And you'd be surprised. I've done this one myself. So I can tell you, at least it worked for me. Like I said, one size does not fit all. It may or may not work for you. But the goal here is to do it with a level of consistency. All right. Do it consistently and then determine if it works for you. And I think one of the best ways to do this is to sort of rate yourself in this area. How frustrating is it on a scale of one to 10? uh, This thing. 10 being the most frustrating, like you're about to rip your head off. Uh, one being like you barely feel it. It, 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 just, it just is, right? And then engage a practice of you know, automatic negative thoughts to automatic positive thoughts. You know, do it over a week. Rate yourself again and see if, if there's a change. If there's not a change, then maybe you try some other practice. Most likely going to be some level of change. When you're putting this much conscious effort in a very specific manner to it, it will change you know, whenever you're saying things like, yeah, but when those sort of excuses come up, you have to kind of think of that too. They're all indicators of things that are going on. Like, so when, when I talk to clients and they need to hit a goal and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah," but the second they say, but it's an automatic indication to me that something's going on that they're perceiving as being in their way. And, and it could actually be in their way, but they're also not getting around it. They're not being resourceful, okay? And resourceful is a choice. It really is. I know people might want to smack me through the, through the microphone here, but it really is because sometimes we're in a place where like there's just nothing I can do. That is never true. Right now, your mind is stuck in a place where it cannot see a solution, nor is it able to find one. And the truth is, it's not willing to find one. Maybe it's not willing to because it's so tired of looking for one right and that everything it's found so far has not worked um but there is a way where there's a will there's a way that's a saying and i think it's very very true but you know uh, some of the other things that you can flip in saying from the negative to the positive you know can be anything like anything in business anything in life anything in relationships but what i would do is i would start off again rate yourself start understanding what you're saying to yourself, write it all down, write all the little nasty little thoughts or statements that you said down and then just pick one, just one, you know, it just, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Just pick one that you're going to work on and rate it at the end of the week and see how far you've come. You know, some people might say, Oh, I can't make a living doing what, what I really, really want to do. You, you have to flip that statement on its head, right? Oh, I can, I can do what I love and make money. Right. So you just have to kind of think of the, the opposite positive version of what you are saying. Here's another one. I don't have enough time. That's, that's a big one, right? Oh, I don't have enough time. I'm efficient. I'm highly efficient and productive and I have more than enough time. Right. And it might sound silly. It's so small, but it's actually these tiny little steps that we take that have huge results in the end. It's the fact that, you know, sometimes when we take the tiny steps, it doesn't feel big enough. And so just get all that out of your head. It's all about the journey. It's all about the small steps. It's all about getting there one foot in front of the other. And I really mean that, you know, and I'm relearning this lesson myself with regards to marketing, right? I don't market for my company you know, out there in like paid advertising or any sort of systematized way. And I've known for over a year that I've had to do that. And I'm finally doing that. Why am I doing that now? Because I was forced to, because of Corona, I have this time, I have this ability. And instead of bringing in more clients, more money, I decided to stop everything, just spend tons of money at a level that's so uncomfortable for me (laughs) that I'm just like, oh God, and just get it done, right? Just do it already. Will it be perfect? Hell no, I know that. Will it be better than what I have? Hell yes, I know that too because I have nothing. Right? Is it scary as hell because I've never spent this much money on marketing ever? Right? I own a a legal recruiting company that had very basic startup costs and we made so much money that it never even had a plan. It never even had a solid plan. So when I learned, you know, over 11 years ago how to really actually build that business, and back then, I invested a lot of money too in coaches and mentors and people that understood the process. And in fact, no one I worked with knew anything about recruiting. Uh, they were all experts in productivity, in business building and structuring, in all of these things. And so, and learning how to get my time back. And that was how I was able to get my 16 hour day down to a four hour day, which I pretty much continue. Uh, I don't even work a four hour day really sometimes but it's great. Uh, I do now, coming into quarantine, I've definitely been working a lot more, especially understanding this marketing and working with this marketing company has been a real, real eye-opener. Whole process and planning. And I always understood that I needed a marketing plan. And I always had a basic one for the big skeleton sort of outline picture of what we're doing. But I never, ever drilled it down to things like actual Facebook or, you know, all these kinds of things because I never needed to, you know, in the legal recruiting industry, that's not where I'm finding my my client. That's not how we're even reaching them. So it was never at that level. But here in the coaching industry, I've been fortunate enough to have everything be by referral. So this is like a huge step. And I, you know, I'm fortunate enough to know that it's not rocket science there's a million other people that do what i do on the face of this planet and do it successfully so not a concern now i want to play at a different level of course so there's that but i'm not going to get there i'm not going to jump from 0 to to that level especially my marketing so i understand that but it doesn't make it any less scary it doesn't make it any less time consuming it doesn't make it any less frustrating which is a good thing when i don't understand something and i have to really wrap my brain around it and my brain's not working because I'm not working and I'm stuck in quarantine and I haven't been working out. Right. So it's all those things. So I get you when you're, when it's just kind of like at that place where you're just like all these things are, are running around, but I organize in such a way that I'm hyper productive. I'm actually just finishing a fiction book. That's going to be pushed out in a very like specific way. My second nonfiction book, which is in line with my three book series on becoming unfuckwithable is coming out. And you know, I'm obviously spending a lot of time on this marketing. I still do what I do with my coaches. I have three three coaches of my own right now. I do what I do and I believe in what I do. And that's how I know I invest in others to help me get to that next level. And then of course my actual coaching with my clients as well as obviously scheduling people and running this podcast. And I'm, I put on live events, which have now are being converted to online online events. I'm a parent; like I get it. There's a million things going on. I have the ability to do all of that because I have learned the system from working with some of the best of the people out there that run these amazing organizations. That you 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 would just be like, how does all of this get done? One, it never gets done alone, but two. You know, you have to get to that level of organization. And again, everything starts at mindset. When you have that on lock, and that doesn't mean you're at the ultimate place, you're the Buddha, you're, you know, walking on water or anything like that. No, that's that's kind of like there's no destination, right? There's no there's no destination. It's always a journey and something's always gonna come up in your way. It's not about that, it's about learning how to deal with it when it happens. So coming back to that. Obviously, we have one technique, the automatic negative thoughts, the automatic positive thoughts. I've talked to you about how I do self-hypnosis. You can always get hypnosis done by a hypnotist. There's so much There's so much that can be done. Some people really believe in subliminals, paraliminals, which is an audio-based thing uh, in which they emit sound uh, in a certain way, whether it's words or actual just sound in a certain way to affect your brain in a certain manner. And there's so many things that you could do. but always, I kind of feel like you have to uncover what you're saying, what you're saying to yourself. That's me. Now you don't have to, there are two methodologies of needing to understand and know what was going on so you can fix and change it. And then not just getting to the point where you don't even care. You just want to change and it's just changed. Right. Because the truth is, the power is within you. And I've experienced that where I'm just like, I will not deal with this. I don't care where it came from. I don't care why I have it. It's gone. Right. An immediate change right there. 90% 90 to t- 90% of the time for me, it's like, oh, well, where did that come from? I wonder what happened. I need to know. I can't change until I know, right? I'm not just how I am. And, and knowing that I can then work with that and use a whole bunch of techniques to get through it. I believe everything is flow, right? So things flow through us, knowledge, love, energy, including money. And I've explained this one to my clients too. It's kind of like if you have money and you're afraid that you're gonna lose money, so you kind of tighten the grip on it. Well it's not flowing through you as well. So eventually it's gonna get all backed up and stop flowing through you. But your bills don't stop. So you're still paying it out, but you're not happily paying it out. You're not joyfully paying it out. You're kind of stressfully paying it out. And when you're in that state of energy, more is not coming. So now you just restricted your flow. And now because of that you're restricting your flow even more because you feel like, well it's not gonna come. Right. And so it's kind of circular but as you can expand your energy, thoughts, feelings, emotions uh, about expansiveness, and being that conduit through which money flows, you can kind of open back up. And when you open back up, it might not come immediately the way you hope, want, need, think it should. Um, but it will eventually. And then when you finally feel that and live that, it just is that. I don't know how to explain that. <laughs> um, but you know, when you restrict that flow, you restrict it from coming to you as well. And then you question, well, why won't it come? Well, it won't come because you're not expansive enough to hold it, let it flow through you. Um, it's not going to come to that in which it can't, you know, do its thing. Uh, and I think that's true for money or anything else. But that's kind of it. I mean, I really want you guys to dig deep into mindset. I'm big. Obviously, you guys know I'm a mindset coach. I'm really big into the mindset. Um, mindset is everything. And I think that's proven again and again and, and again over time. Right? whether it was the mindset of the person to want to fly to the moon, now it's the mindset of people to want to reach Mars. Um, it will happen. It will absolutely happen because someone is determined enough to make it happen. And if you are determined enough to get what you want you know, out of your life during your time on this planet, you will. But that's it. I mean, that's one of the techniques. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I can Think of for you guys with respect to mindset that I can talk about really really quickly before I hop off here, it happens to be Saturday morning, and I'm allowing my daughter to go do something really quickly so I could record this so that we can go back out and make brownies. so I'm trying to think of what I can like explain, get through to you guys really quickly, but you, you listen, nothing I do here you couldn't Google, so if you want to look up automatic negative thoughts, automatic positive thoughts um you guys. I'm sure you're familiar with affirmations. Again, I don't do them, but I have, and they do work. For some people, they work immediately. For some people, they take time. Um, It really depends on how, first of all, it really depends on what you believe is gonna happen. That's number one. And then number two, it depends on how willing you are to allow your subconscious mind to change, okay? And then if you're not, there is a reason for that. I actually ask a series of questions you know, when I want to change something that people find hard to change. And it's, you know, kind of the question of, can you, like, do you think you even can change whatever that is? If the answer is no, then there's your answer, right? If you don't think it's possible or it's not possible for you, then it won't be right. Like, you know, could you, you know, are you kind of willing to, is it, is it, is it possible? That's, that's definitely the question. And then the question really becomes, well, would you? Like, if you say yes to that, like, yes, I can. Yes, I, I would. Then the question really kind of becomes, but would you? Are you willing to? Like, just because you know you can doesn't mean you're going to, like, or you want to, right? So then the question becomes, would you? You know, would you even, change? I'm not saying now or tomorrow or anything. I'm just saying, would you, would, you, would you change it? Yeah, yeah, totally change it. Okay, so then you know that's not the issue. Then the only final question is, well, okay, if you, if you can and you will, when, when will you change it? Right. And if you have to think about that, if the answer is not now and there's no right or wrong answer, but it's just telling, right. If if it's, it's telling you, if you cannot, there's your answer. You can't, if you could, but you would not. Well, there's your answer right there. You're not willing to, you're, you're holding it on to for some reason. Okay it's doing something for you. It is allowing you to be the person you think you want to be. It's allowing you to, to justify something. And I say that with very specific things in mind, like if, if your definition of a mother is, um, you know, they don't drink, they only hang out with their kids. Um, maybe your definition is, is, you know, they're all about their kids and that's it. And anything outside of kids would be anti the mom definition. Then it's really hard for you to go out and hang out and have a good time with your girlfriend, or you know, go out on a ton of date nights with your husband, or whatever it is, right? Because that that goes beyond your definition. So, are you willing to change that? You know. So that's what I had in mind. And then the other thing I had in mind is sometimes it makes us like beyond the definition, it makes us justified. So let's say you had a bad relationship with a parent and you're angry at them, and and you know the anger is kind of destroying you and fucking up your relationships, but you're still holding on to it. Well, why? Because it's giving you not only part of your identity, but it's also justifying, you know, the relationship you have or lack thereof. And so if you're angry, you can't make up with this person because really you don't want to make up with the person because maybe they hurt you so bad. Right. But, you know, because it's a parent and everyone's like, oh, you have to like your parents. They're the only ones. Whatever. Right. People say lots of things, you know, but you don't want to. So it just, it allows you to justify the fact that you're not going to go create some happy-go-lucky relationship with someone who hurt you or did things to, to you. And that's fine. Like, again, no judgment. I'm just saying it, it's opening up for you the way to see why it can't change for you, why you won't change it. That's all, right? And no one says you have to change it. That's completely up to you. But identify it. If there's something you don't like and there's an energy of an emotion, a thought that you're not happy with, and that you know is negatively affecting you or affecting you in a manner that doesn't bring you to your happy end result, then ask yourself, you know, ask yourself that series of questions. And you know if at any point you get a no to those questions, you know you're holding on to it for some reason. And then that's something you can further explore if you so choose. I hope that was enough time to go over that. But you guys know how to reach me. Absolutely go to Facebook. Thrive Tribe Global is the group. It's free. We're in there all the time. We have a lot of free content. We have a lot of, you know, if you want to take the next step and, and buy something or reach out and talk to me, you can absolutely do that. You can find me on Quora, uh, just my name, Kirsten Franklin. Um, and you guys can always email me as well. Just you can email the main email, success at com, And my assistant will make sure I get that. You can mark on there that it's a podcast question. And when I do these ones where I'm on my own, I will absolutely answer That question, but I had a lot of questions coming in and a lot of things going on about people um, in this moment, just in this moment in time, kind of starting to come to the end of their rope, right? And it's just really a practice of reframing. It is an NLP technique, a neuro linguistic programming technique to just reframe the manner in which you see it, speak it, live it, kind of thing. And then it really does change on the outside. Uh, You'll be surprised at how quickly reframing negative thoughts to positive thoughts, whether they're automatic negative thoughts or something else, just a negative thought into the positive and how saying the positive again and again and again and again, kind of like an affirmation just really does change everything about it. And over time you're going to realize you're like, oh, that doesn't even bother me anymore. Like, oh that's something I used to say this to. And in fact, you'll find yourself saying it without the energy. Like maybe you snap at your kids or something. And I've, I've done this. I've been through this. And it was funny because I'll, I've snapped at my daughter and said, oh, you know what's really weird is I didn't feel that. I didn't mean to say that. Like I actually, there was absolutely no energy or emotion behind me saying that. It was just so habitual that when you do that thing, I say this thing that I couldn't stop myself. I said, I realized that and I'm really sorry I said it, you know, but but I want you to know, like, I, I, I actually didn't mean it. You know, whereas maybe like a week or two ago, I really meant it. Like, I really meant it's not better. And I was really angry. But now all of a sudden I, I might say the words and realize like, wow, that was dumb. That was totally habitual. And I don't even feel it. So you'll get to that place too. And then eventually you're just not going to do the thing, right? You're not going to feel the thing. Everything's going to feel, change, look better. And you're going to see how that actually changes your reality. It changes your relationships. It changes how you feel. All the time, it's really kind of cool. Um, and if you keep track of it, you'll see how cool it really is. So that is it for this week. Thank you for joining me. And I hope that you enjoyed today's show. If so, don't forget to rate it. If you guys have a pressing question, feel free to tweet me at cs thrive or on Instagram at thrive tribe three point one four one five nine. Again, I know that's a weird one. It's just pi. So it's three. It's thrive underscore tribe underscore three point one, four, one, five, nine. Um, or of course you can join me in Facebook at my free group, which is thrive tribe global. If you just search groups and you enter in thrive tribe global, you should see us there. Um, and you can join it for free. Uh, I answer your questions in there, but if you guys send me a question through there, I will be sure to answer it here on this podcast. And as always, if you're ever interested in advertising on the show, please contact the Believe Network at believe, B-L-E-A-V, at believe.com. Thanks so much for joining me.